dog walking. That's what I'm doing. And thank you very much for coming along. Yeah, it's a very chilly night here. I can see, I was going to say, I can see all the stars. But my eyesight isn't that good. So I can see some of the stars. And I can't see the stars that you can see down in Australia. Well, this is Paul O'Mahony. I live in Cork in Ireland. And it is a chilly, dry evening. And I've got an English setter with me. His name is Louis. And I like to go for a walk in late at night with the dog because it, it gives me a chance to empty my mind. Yes, to, I think I've said it before, evacuate all the detritus that has accumulated during the day and leave me fit for sleep. I've got a bad habit which is fairly entrenched and it is that before I came out I put on two pieces of toast and I put some Benicol, that's a Something's meant to be good for your cholesterol on it. And then I put some turkey, some slices of turkey, and some tomato. And I mean fresh tomatoes. And I put pepper, a lot of black pepper, and a bit of salt. And I cut it in half, and I ate it with a cup of tea. Now, I heard somebody say in the last couple of days on Irish radio, and she was some kind of a person who spent, spends a lot of time thinking about these matters, but she advocated not eating anything after 6 p.m. and not eating anything before 9 a.m. And she said that it was good to not let your body rest during the night by not having to break down food and all that. And of course I've gone completely against that. I've gotten to a habit of having toast late at night. I don't know. That's life. Ah, oh, right. For a second there, my phone did something unusual, and I thought I must uh, do something. Um, I thought it was going to cut off. Anyway, the dog has just done his best to do his business in somebody's in somebody's bush. Ah, there's nothing to say. There's nothing to tell you. I just have to keep on breathing as I walk around. Oh seven.
When I was a kid we used to play a kind of poker while driving in the car. Yeah, and car number plates would come along and you'd see who could get the best hand from the car number plates. Uh, so, got three ones there. Uh, that wasn't a... And I've got two ones. That's no good. I got one, uh, two, two eights. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Oh, it's getting chilly. Yes, well, the main thing is to let the elements at you. Let them have their way with you. And do nothing to keep the cold out. Ridiculous. Theatre of the absurd. I don't know enough about theatre to know who's... Uh, is it Brecht who is theatre of the absurd? I mean, and even if it is Brecht, or even if it isn't Brecht, I don't know enough to be able to connect up the dots, so to speak. A lot of things I know are... A lot of things I feel I know, or I sense I know, are echoes. Echoes from an age gone by. Oh, I remember when I was at university first time, at the beginning, I went to see all the plays of Ibsen that I could get my hands on, or I could go to see in all the plays of Strindberg. And I've been living my life with the feeling that I'm familiar with Ibsen and Strindberg, and Chekhov for that matter. And you know I'm not, really. It's just that I went to see them and I had thoughts about them and I built up an impression, very favourable impression I have to say. And it was something about the intensity of the drama. Yeah. And I kind of feel, well, those guys are good playwrights. But, you know, ask me to discuss their plays in detail and I'll quickly run out of steam. <coughs> but then again, there are too many too many people who have done, made good plays, painted good pictures, thrown good pots, done good crochet. They're just, you know, made patchwork quilts. There are too many people who have done all these great things for me to even aspire to be familiar with them. It was lovely to listen to the voice of Jeremiah Craig this evening on the, the, the app, on, on Anchor. And he was, he said something 
to uh, Sarah Kaliski, who I first met on Periscope. And I know she writes poetry and she writes lots of other things. Probably writes an awful lot of other things other than poetry, but it, that was that was a good... No, I said I wasn't going to tell anybody anything. Dog lifts his hind legs. Trunk of tree showered and warm. Relieving. Not satisfied with the last line. I was making up a haiku. Five syllables, first line, seven syllables, second line, five syllables, third line. I'm also dissatisfied with the formula for haiku. It just doesn't feel right to me to, that it's all about syllables. When the beauty of haiku is all about the moment in nature and the moment in the mind of me as a reader. You decided to come back, did you? You decided to come home. Nose down. I've never had a dog that kept his nose down so much.
Well, we're nearly there. We are nearly here.